0: Hello, good afternoon. It good is afternoon. noon. We just switched into the noontime hour. <laughs> hey, welcome everybody. We welcome you to Wednesday's Live at Noon. Uh, today you've got uh, Brian Wright boom, boom, and Paul Stalins. And uh, hey, there we are.
1: That's cool. We are. And I was. we were talking.
0: Hello. <laughs> Who else is there? Natalie. Oh, I got to pull this up. We welcome you. Go ahead, uh, jump online, share it, share it with your friends. Uh, we're going to have a good conversation today. Amen. 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 <laughs> Say hello to everybody.
1: Good evening. <laughs> that was for my wife last week who thought she was British.
0: Hello. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice.
1: <sighs> it's been a good week. It's, it's is. been a good week.
0: Yeah, what you been up to?
1: Mm, this week I've actually been kind of lazy. Have you? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm just gonna get put that out there. Awesome. Been a lot of office work, uh, okay. which hey. I do not like.
0: Hey, Amanda, good to see you. Your sister just joined.
1: Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I always told you I'd be on TV. <laughs> Your
0: wife just joined. Jade. Hello, Jade.
1: I just seen you. Now Priscilla, I'm in your phone.
0: Natalie, you're watching. That's good.
1: That's really good. So I'm watching myself.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we welcome you today. I was trying to share it to all the different places, but uh, we're going to talk today about does faith give up? And uh, on Sunday, we did the message, when does faith run? Uh, when does faith run from the problem? And uh, we're going to talk about that today. Somebody's liking us. Hello. That was uh, a lot. It's like an explosion. They were like, 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 exactly it was like. like, It's a thumbs up explosion. <laughs> hey, Kia, welcome. We just give everybody a few minutes. Ah, uh, Nicole's on. Hello, she said. Hello, fellas. Howdy. We're
1: we're, fe- we're a fellow.
0: We're fellas. That's my, that's my baby. <laughs> Hello, baby, I love you. And uh, Barrett would be with us, but she's in Florida.
1: Yeah. She Why feels would so she do bad. that? I know. It's just Florida long. of all places. <laughs> I know.
0: She's mm. in Florida. <laughs> so anyway, we uh hope you're having a good time, Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> so we just uh welcome you today live Wednesdays at noon. What uh, we're going to talk about today is does faith give up? Does it throw up its hands and give up or, or what? You know somebody that this will help today. Go ahead and share it. Uh, share this uh, broadcast and we're looking forward to it. It's going to be good. So yes. as we're, while we're waiting on people to uh, get here, uh, you and I just went to the Philippines. Yep. And uh, did you enjoy it?
1: I did. I yeah. did. There's a lot of rice involved.
0: <laughs> a lot of rice. I've, That's swore, true.
1: I've swore rice off for a while.
0: <laughs> no rice?
1: No rice. I told my wife she needed to throw the box of rice away. That was in the cabinet.
0: <laughs> when do they eat rice in the Philippines? Uh, breakfast, mind?
1: lunch, dinner, snacks. Mm. <laughs> All times. McDonald's, comes your burger comes with rice unless That's you true. want fries, and then it's an upcharge. <laughs> I paid the upcharge. <laughs>
0: Rice with everything. I told you the story last year uh, when I was there. I went to uh, I went to KFC and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get a piece <laughs> of chicken and a biscuit with the butter on top, and and it's gonna just be so good. It'll taste like home. And I got my little combo and I noticed that my biscuit looked funny. And I went and I went to poke at it and I'm like, that's not a biscuit at all. It was rice cake wrapped in wax paper. <laughs> I was like, what kind of sick joke is this? No biscuit, no butter, what is this?
1: They did, the Dunkin' Donuts did have some very unique good flavors though.
0: That's true, that's true.
1: They probably thought we had a problem (laughs) because we went in and ordered (laughs) an entire tray full of donuts just to try them.
0: That's true too.
1: They were probably going, Americans, (laughs) that's why y'all are considered obese. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, we ordered the two of us walked in and we ordered like five or six different donuts. But they and, uh, some
1: of them were donut holes, so you had to order like six of them. So it's true, it was a whole entire tray.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they had what was the one the butternut crunch or something they had?
1: Cheese drizzle crunch, cheese
0: drizzle crunch. That was.
1: That was amazing. It
0: was an intro. They had some different flavors, and they weren't all bad. They were, they were good. We had to try them. You did I, good. I was impressed.
1: I forget what the one was that had, like, the... Whatever was in the center. Like, the cream pudding, like... Eclair style. What, kind. Yeah, it
0: was like an eclair, but it was... Oh, and it was rich, too. Yeah, because
1: it was, like, vanilla on the inside, but then it was, like, chocolate dipped in chocolate with chocolate sprinkles, and...
0: Yeah, it was kind of like, for me, it was too much yeah. but it was good it was tasty so anyway. kids would have loved it yeah
1: sugar heavy sugar <laughs> heavy so,
0: it was so you enjoyed your time over there
1: i did it was a it was a big eye-opening experience big humbling experience and then yeah. just being able to see god move the way that he wants to move and where we restrict him sometimes yeah it was yeah. a big kind of
0: it changed you it did we really haven't had a service to talk about it or to put up any pictures yet but it you walked away from that different
1: yeah I did, it was completely life changing just from stuff that you realize to take advantage to seeing how God wants to interact with you on a regular basis and where we miss it and we kind of shut the door on him to be able to interact the way he wants. Like with their yeah. praise and worship, how, I mean, it was just amazing. Yeah. I mean, you got 80 year old people up running around dancing and everything and here we can,
0: Yeah. They're excited for the things they of God over there. Yeah, that's right. They're hungry. Uh, Nicole says, how come Jade and I didn't get to taste any of these donuts? Um,
1: I mean, if y'all would have jumped on the plane, we could have saved you something. But that would have been a long flight. I don't know if that would have made it. It would been
0: a it. very expensive donut. It would have been. By the time we would have gotten those donuts home, I don't think you would have wanted to taste them. It but.
1: Probably would have ended up like some of the stuff that we were going to plan on bringing home, but got ate on the plane ride home. Like <gasps> the Oreo thins that I brought with a different cream flavor. I, <laughs> handed Jade, I handed Jade the box because <laughs> the cookies never made it. And she got upset that I handed her an empty box. and I was like, well, I thought of you. <laughs> that was the main thing.
0: I was thinking of you. <laughs>
1: I just couldn't take yeah. the rice on the plane anymore. That was it. So I decided, rice or cookies? I'll take the cookies in the, the doghouse. Yep, I understand.
0: <laughs> hey Johnny, good to see you. This is why we have these moments here because people they'll come on. It'll it takes a while for people to get on there. Hey, we just welcome you today. It's going to be great. But uh, anyway, <laughs> we were trying to Debbie get Johnny. Myers.
1: We were trying to get she... Johnny last night to join me. Oh yeah, George has decided that I should shave my beard into a massive handlebar mustache that goes underneath my chin. That would be kind of awesome. Johnny's beard is thicker than mine and grows faster than mine, so if Johnny will do it, I'll do it.
0: Oh, that's a challenge. What well, do you think about that, Johnny?
1: So I know <laughs> last night when I brought the idea up, Holly gave me, like, the look. The like, evil, like, stare down <laughs> look. Like the get-behind-me-Satan <laughs> look. Like. So I don't know how that would end for, for me and him if... Between Jade and Hollywood. Uh,
0: Jade says no. Actually, Jade says, no!
1: <laughs> it's my beard, I'll do what I want. I'm just kidding. Did uh, <laughs> you a, hear that? That was a joke. <laughs> uh,
0: Abigail, hey Abigail, love you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the message from Sunday um, and I just started... Jade's exclamation points they are growing. They keep getting longer. <laughs> I was watching, rewatching the service from Sunday this morning, and I just, every time, the Abbey and Spider Man, it just, that was fun. It just brings so much joy.
0: (laughs) And Luke has us, he says, what's the, who's the, who's the what that fades away? Who's the what that friends away? Friends. (laughs) Who's the friend that fades away? Peter Parker.
1: (laughs) It's a good song. They might.
0: Johnny said, I could do it for a day or two. You know, what's really funny is Jade was here right before we started, (laughs) and like the last thing she said going out the door was, don't shave.
1: Yeah, she did. She did. Hey, Debbie. Funny story. She used to hate the beard. Oh, really? She did. She did not like it. But now, she loves the beard. (laughs) See?
0: My, think. my beard grows fast and thick too
1: it does. No. it does you have to shave like what every hour <laughs> every week <laughs> no. and prince when he was in the philippines yeah he's 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 desperately trying to get me to completely clean shave baby shave and then send him a picture every day so he can see how long it takes to grow a beard
0: <laughs> prince is funny i like <laughs> him that's uh he he was something else. Hey, Prince, if you're watching this, we love you, man, and uh, looking forward to seeing you. Again, talking to you soon. He was sending us uh, pictures, like, every day.
1: <laughs> and they were always of him eating. Eating,
0: sure. yeah. Prince could put away some food. So, anyway. <laughs> well, we just welcome you today. We're going to talk about, uh, does faith give up? And... Um, you know, I have, I have a couple of stories where I could share right off the bat, but I kind of wanted to hear some stories from you. Have you ever had a situation where you felt like giving up, and, oh, yeah. um, but then you didn't, and you found out that the Lord came through? I, I know personally I've been in many situations where I felt like just giving up on what I was believing hey. for, a uh, faith project. What's
1: hey, Bobby. Hey. I haven't hey. seen you since high school, man. Hope you're doing good. <laughs> I've seen you been racing. Good to see Try you. Try to keep up with you.
0: Welcome, and uh, so I had you know I had several stories that uh, you know I would be in, and there's times when I did give up faith, uh, but eventually I got really tired of that, and so I was like, you know what i don 't care what happens i 'm sticking it out, and guess what? I started sticking it out all of a sudden, I started watching mm-hmm. God come through time and time and yeah. time again, and so hey doyle, Doyle, just just join us. So anybody that's watching, make sure that you go ahead and share it. There's somebody out there that you know that probably needs to see what we're talking about today. And uh, so go ahead and share it. And we're going to jump in now. Does faith give up? No. If we're really in faith, does it give up? It doesn't. No. Uh, no. Hey, Michael Braswell, good to see you. Love you, man. And um, so have you got a story about that?
1: I actually got a couple. Yep. Um,
0: we're just letting you do one. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe maybe a couple.
1: Whenever back when I had my accident um, a few years ago, I was in a really bad accident, and we got to it was a workman's comp issue. And we had I don't know if anybody's ever dealt with workman's comp, but it takes a while before you get your first checks coming in. And at the time, I was I was the breadwinner. You know, I had I was the one having bills paid. You know, everything. And then all of a sudden, we go just to my wife's income. And we literally got to the point where, you know, we, we got down to the last penny in the checking account. And we had just had our son, so diapers, baby food, everything expensive. And uh, every time we'd get down to the last dollar, we could, we could have easily dropped our faith and said, you know what, we give up, we don't know what's going to happen. But yeah. every time we did get down to the last penny, some random person would show up on our doorstep with money that would be just enough. To get us to where we need to and then the next person would stop by and we came home one day and we actually had over 400 dollars that somebody had left in our wow. grill and that 400 dollars paid the bill and groceries with diapers and everything to keep it going and then when we finally did get our first workman's comp check came in i was told that it was just going to be the first week's check and then eventually they would back pay everything but yeah. i was i received all the back pay and the initial first two checks all at once. Glory so to it was God. able to where everything that was coming in was keeping us afloat, that was able to push us to where we could get ahead yeah. on everything. So if there was ever another hiccup, yeah. he had already provided the way out of that hiccup kind of thing. Yeah. But it would have been really easy in that moment to say, you know what, the bank account is saying yeah. you've got ten cent, I give up. Like pick up the phone, call, you know, whoever to see yeah. if we can borrow your money. And but he we kept our faith with it and every time it just our faith just grew and grew because He always came through, and and honored where we were standing on what He's told us throughout the whole entire Bible, yeah, Old Testament to New Testament, that He will provide. So that's what we stood on. That's what we believed in. That's what we kept our faith in. And Amen. every time He came through.
0: What do you What do you think would have happened if you would have dropped faith?
1: Well, all the healing that took place in my body probably would have never happened because. Yeah that that little bit of and i say little just because of all the injuries that i had with the finances if i would have let that attack the faith that we had then all the healing and provision that was two years down the road that was coming would have never happened because i would have dropped my faith and without faith yeah yeah it's not possible i mean that's Everything builds on, or relies on faith. I can we can pray for healing, but if the faith isn't there to receive the healing, yeah. it's not going to take place. Same thing with the finances. If you believe that that bill that bill's bigger than he is, well then it's never going to yeah. never going to be paid.
0: Well, I think the truth of the matter is, you know, we just got finished talking about you going to the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Had you dropped faith, then would you have made other faith decisions yeah. beyond that? You know, would you have gone on that trip? Would you have been used by God the way that you were? Probably not. And it all goes back to a place where you could have dropped it or not. You know, faith. When you're really truly in faith, it does not run. Uh, It it sticks. It stands. Having done all, Mm -hmm. stand in Ephesians, right?
1: It's just that was just the first stepping stone to where each. I mean, just gradually growing and growing and growing and being able to be used and. Seeing yeah. what he's wanting to do with me, hes I've actually seen stuff that he's telling me now versus where I was always relying on, like, you and stuff. Now I can come to you and say, I feel like he's told me this. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, yeah, that's right. I yeah. agree, I've seen that, and I just couldn't tell you until the time was right kind of yeah. thing. And it's because of those first initial baby steps that you take. It's yeah. like learning to walk. It's a couple of steps at a time, but once you get those walking steps, then you start running, and then you start yeah. jumping, and you start leaping, and... That's where it's taking us to a point where I can be a business owner and dedicate time to the ministry, still collect my provision that he's already set up for me, and not have to do as much work because yeah. I'm actually he's given me the opportunity to be able to work in the ministry and honor in that, and everything else. Yeah,
0: when we get um, convicted to be in faith. Uh, It's not just a one-time thing. Now, this point that we're about to talk about, it's huge. And and make sure that you pay attention here. So a lot of people think like they can come and they'll have faith one day. And, you know, so for instance, they'll come into a service. They'll have faith during that service to be healed, Mm -hmm. right? Well, the Lord shows us, you know, you've got the gift of miracles. You have the gift of healing. Uh, it says that those that believe will lay hands on the sick and they will recover, Uh, they'll be healed. They're already healed Mm -hmm. in the spirit, but that healing has to manifest. Some people get very discouraged when it's not instantaneous. Mm -hmm. You know, like, all right, lay hands, all of a sudden it's not instantaneous. Mm -hmm. And what happens is they're in faith At that moment, Mm -hmm. but then they look to their body to determine does my faith stand or does my faith run? Mm -hmm. And they look to their body to tell them instead of looking at the word. Uh, If you look at Hebrews, and somebody can write this down Hebrews uh, chapter 6, verse 12, it says this so that you will not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So, how do we inherit the promises? We inherit the promises through faith and patience. In other words, we start faith and then we don't run from faith, we stand in faith. And if we will stand in faith, we will inherit the promise every single time. But we've got, now the promise needs to be a promise of something God said. A lot of people are believing on stuff that God never said, but it's through faith and patience. So we have this idea that we can drop faith a lot of times, but the issue is if you're in real faith, you're not going to want to drop it. You will have made a choice that will stick and you don 't want to drop it, you want to stand in i 'm not letting go of it that 's what real faith does mm-hmm. and that that goes over in Ephesians, which I quoted it earlier, uh, Ephesians chapter six, talking about the full armor, and it's talking about having done all, stand you know having done everything, stand, stand therefore, and a lot of times you know people are like well i 'm standing i've been standing i've been standing. And, uh, but what they don't realize is the devil's trying to cause them to doubt. He's trying to get them to run from their faith. And if they'll Mm -hmm. do that, he always wins. But if you'll stand, you always win. And that's the beauty of it. That's like,
1: that's what I liked about that example you gave Sunday with the lion and the predator. Once you run, and that predator's instinct kicks in, and he's going to jump you and he's going to tear you apart.
0: Yep. And and the Bible says, you know, resist the devil, right? And he will flee. But before that, it talks about he goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Uh, he can't just devour anybody. Now, think about this. Uh, Jesus told us about the devil, and he said in John ten ten 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So he comes. That's his... You know, M.O., that's Mm -hmm. what he does. He's after stealing, killing, and destroying from you. Don't you think, excuse me, don't you think that he would do it if he could?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But he can't.
1: Nope.
0: He can't. But who can he steal, kill, and destroy? The people that will run out of faith. The people that will run, run away from Mm -hmm. that lion. all of a sudden, he's got you. Right? But if they'll stand, he can't do anything with that person. And uh, one of the things I love about the book of Job, a lot of people, they look at Job as a great tragedy. And uh, look, some bad stuff happened to Job. But in the end, Job's story is very much a victory. Mm-hmm. He's restored. And in that restoration, I personally believe God restored his mind. He restored his heart. All, I mean, he restored all kinds of things. Uh, let, just say, hey, Mr. Joel, and hey, uh, Carlos, good to see you. Carlos, uh, that's Pastor Carlos Horn, I believe it is. Good to see you.
1: I used to work with Carlos. Oh, did you? He used to work with Schultz with me.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Amen. Well, we just welcome you. Good to see you today. So we're talking about does faith give up? Um, But a lot of times what happens is the devil, he can't, if he could devour us, he would. Mm -hmm. And like in Job's story, what you see in Job's story is as long as the hedge of protection of God was up, the devil himself told God, I can't touch him. Mm -hmm. I can't touch him. Well, we uphold that hedge today through our faith, Mm -hmm. the shield of faith. Quenches every fiery dart. So if we drop our faith, we literally drop the hedge of protection. Then the devil can do it. So when we're really in faith, does faith run? No, faith stands. Mm-hmm. Having done all, it stands. So it go ahead.
1: It's kinda of like the uh the old Rudolph movie. Remember the Bumble Snowman? Yeah, yeah. He's all scary and everything, but yeah. then they pull his teeth out. And they realize that he's just a big gentle giant. Yeah, like, there's nothing that he could do to him anymore. Yes. And then what happens? He changes his ways. and ends up helping him out. But I, I, every time we, I, I see that, that's what I think of. Is like he's just a big lion with no teeth, though. That's right. Like we're the ones that give him teeth. the teeth.
0: That's right. That's exactly right. That a lot of times what happens is the devil's sitting there, power. Well, think about what Jesus said. All power is and authority is given mm-hmm. to me. And how much did that leave for the devil? None. There's no power left for him. So then Jesus took that power and he said, go therefore. So he transferred mm-hmm. that power to you and I. And as soon as he transferred that power, the only way the devil gets power is if we transfer Give it, it back. Yeah. Now, he'll try to do stuff, but the question is, do we accept it or do we stand in our faith? Stand. Faith does not run. Faith stands. Faith, you, We don't drop faith. Faith does not give up. Faith stands. And when you get a hold of that, all of a sudden you get a hold of the continuous victory of God in your life. I know I've seen it time and time and time mm-hmm. again. I know you've seen it time and time again. It's just, it's just really strong. Well, faith
1: is like your, your footings for your house that you're pouring. Your yeah. footing's got to be right to withhold, be able to hold up all that weight, right? Right. So if your faith's weak then that house is, you're ne- that house is never going to be built properly. It's never going to be able to last. But if your faith is strong, yeah. then there's so much that can be built on top of that. That's right. So it start, everything starts with your faith. How strong, when are you, are you going to be the one that's going to stand up? Yes. And, yeah. and not be bullied around, pushed back. Yeah. Because if yeah. so, then that's where God can use you. Then that's when he can really all right, I've got, I've got a powerhouse here that I can build some stuff on top of.
0: The eyes of the Lord are looking throughout the whole earth you know, for people whose heart is pure towards him that he might show himself strong on their behalf. He's looking for somebody that'll stand in faith. And if you'll determine to be that person, not only do you win, but you also get God's backing in his supernatural power. So, and what better backing? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, who's going to be a better backer, a better benefactor than God? But anyway, <laughs> I see uh, Ashley. Hey, Ashley, good to see you. We love you. Thanks for being. She said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Amen. It was funny. Uh, She got that verse uh, the other day, Sunday morning, and then I preached it that Sunday morning. I had no idea, but I went on her Instagram story and saw it. I was like, hey, I just preached that verse. (laughs) Joel said, uh, Joel Thomas, we got the God power. That's right, we got it. That's we have hashtag. the God factor in our lives, but how do we employ that factor? Well, one of the most important verses that we can look at is 1 John 5, 4, and it says basically, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. In other words, you're not going to overcome the world if you drop faith, if you run. Faith doesn't run. Faith is something that stands. So if we'll back out of faith, if we'll drop faith, Now we're not going to overcome the world, but God has called you to be an overcomer. He's called you to overcome things Mm -hmm. that you have only dreamt about. And you can do it with your faith. Faith is a great equalizer. You know, it doesn't matter where you uh, grew up at, where your family's from. I can just decide, you know what? I'm going to trust in God. And when I trust in God, all of a sudden it puts me on a God level. Mm -hmm. It puts me on the level of utilizing the power of God. And you don't have to be the greatest person ever in the kingdom of God. But when you start employing faith, it starts moving you to the power of God. You start flowing in that stuff. And uh, you saw some of that while we were in the Philippines. Yeah. Let's see, see what uh, Joel said. Pull Satan's teeth and he don't have no bite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ashley said, the Lord screaming those verses, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yeah, it's important for us to trust him and not let go. Don't run. Yeah. Don't let go. Hey, Miss Holly, thank you for joining us. So if you're just joining us, go ahead and share it. You know somebody that needs to hear this message. So what's another story that you saw where you didn't run and and uh, God came through?
1: That uh, that goes to the one I was telling you about Monday. Yeah. So Monday. This past Monday, this not past like Monday. 10 years ago. Yeah, like just a couple of days ago. <laughs> So last Friday, I got a phone call that uh, my dad's neighbor was in intensive care. He was on life support and asked if I would pray. And I was sitting there praying, on the, going down the road and everything. And then when Mike was here the other week, he said yeah. sometimes when we pray in the Spirit, the best thing we can do afterwards is just shut up. Yeah. So I was like, it was fresh on my mind. So I was like, then I'll just get quiet and I'll shut up. Well, when I shut up, I felt like I told him he told me that I needed to go down there and lay hands. Well, where he was at... I couldn't get into that, that floor, that uh, that in the particular hospital. wing, because yeah. you needed to be immediate family or you needed a minister's card. I'm not immediate family. I don't have a minister's card. So my uncle was going to go with me who had a minister's card, so that was my in. Well, I kept getting excuses and everything. Well, then Monday came, and I, I was like, you know, if he's called, if he's told me to go, yeah, then he'll make the way for me to get where I need to go. So I go up there, and it was like maximum security had hit. The hospital yeah. i mean patients that were going to do procedures were having to go through security check while the nurse wow. was escorting them so i could have been an easy moment to go well i misheard you i'm not gonna be able to do this i give up let's just turn around and go home but i was like no if he's told me to do it then nothing's That's gonna right. get in my way That's And then right. the lady that was in front of me turned around and asked if i was a minister and told her that i, I helped lead our youth and, and i attend boomerang and you know i was going to pray for a guy that I felt the Lord told me to go pray for, and she asked if I would pray for her sister. Well, after we went through security, I prayed for her and her husband. They they accepted salvation, prayed for her sister's healing, Well, a lady was walking by with a hospital badge, and I was like, I have no idea where I'm going. I'll ask this lady. And it just so happened that she was a believer. So as she's walking me through the hospital, she's trying to figure out how to get to where I need to go. Um, I'm just kind of talking back and forth with her, just the things that God's been doing yeah. you know, through Boomerang and, through me and what happened in the Philippines and all that, and everybody kept telling her that we was going up to her trying to find out that I couldn't get on that floor. You know, the same excuses. And then she told me just to hush. So when we walked out of the room, she was like, if God's told you to go up there and pray for that man, I'm not getting in your way. (laughs) She was like, and I'm gonna get you to where you gotta go. So literally going down corridors that only doctors are supposed to go down, she's walking me through them. I go to where the air medics sleep while they're on call. She walks me through their their wing And she don't even have access to that so she rings the doorbell they come to the door and she just tells me to follow her so we just start walking she gets me around the other side walks me all the way past the nurse's station security and everything walks me right into his room (laughs) so in that moment though if i would have said you know what nah because he was trying to show his teeth at me and say you know i this isn't going to work this is going to happen this is going to happen they've got maximum security right now You try to get back there who's saying that security's not going to grab you and escort you out of the hospital and then then you're going to have to call your pastor and tell him that you're in mecklenburg <laughs> county jailhouse and going to have to come get you everything but i was like no he's told me to go do this then he's going to open the doors where they need to be opened at and so i just put my faith in him that what well, he had told me he was going to make happen so i stood there strong in it and i believe that while i was standing there when the devil was trying to get me nervous that's when he told me, he goes, you know what, let's just go ahead and punch him in the mouth real quick because we're going to yeah. go ahead and win two people while we're standing here in line yeah. through security just to show him that we're not to be bullied around. Yeah. And it ended up, we go in there, his sister's in there, so she looks at me like, what is going on? Who are you? I don't know who you are. How would you get in here? Well, we ended up, I ended up leading her, and then we prayed for her, her brother. Well, we, I found out yesterday they are taking him off of life support. The tubes that came out of his head where he had bleeding on his brain. There's no swelling in his brain. He was moving his legs around. He had a bowel movement on his own. Yeah, They've taken him off of the breathing machine. And now he's on the the upside of, now they're going to start decreasing the medicine to where they had him in a uh, semi-sedation state. They're taking him off of the medicine now, weaning him off now so he can start waking up fully. And that day, they came in while we were there and asked if, was trying to get him to be responsive. And he opened his eyes that day. He stuck his tongue out at him that yeah. day. So the healing had already started taking place. It wasn't the miracle that yeah. a lot of people look for where it's just going to instantaneous, his eyes are going to open, and he's going to jump But the recovery started. But the recovery started yeah. right then. That's and awesome. that was evidence to his sister that God is real and you activate your faith. Yeah. And you stand on your faith in what the Word tells us because the Word's true. So if we stand on the truth and we don't let the devil back us down from it. Yeah. Then God comes in behind us and says, that's right, that's right, I'm going to move on your behalf because you know what I've told you, and you've done what I've told you to do, and now it's time for me to pick up my, my game piece.
0: So how did, uh, you had, you obviously had an opportunity to run yeah. in your faith, <laughs> yeah. like to drop your faith, oh, right? Yeah. But you didn't do it. No. And in the meantime, like how many people came to know the Lord in that one
1: just trip? I had, I had three the couple that was there in front of me in the security line, yeah, his sister that was in the room, and I told her that while we were speaking, yeah. that he was listening. I was like, yeah. and that's why whenever we pray, we're going to pray with scriptures. I was like, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yeah, So that means his spirit man's listening to what we're saying. So yeah. that, that activates the faith in him. If he can't say it or not, it activates the faith where he can grab a hold of what we're praying yeah. for. And it can happen, and that's what that's what it did.
0: So you could have just received the no, run from run your from faith, it. but you you said no. I'm believing God. I'm believing that He told me to come. I'm believing that He told me to to stay here. You saw three people uh, come to know Christ, yep. to commit to Christ. Another one heard the message. You prayed uh, for the man who started to recover. You prayed for the nurse and her family, all because you didn't run. Yep. See, this is where we need to be bold. In, in Acts chapter 4, he, you know, he said, look, we need to be bold in our faith. We need to be bold and have confidence. Pray Mm -hmm. for boldness. Pray for confidence. We need to be filled with the Holy Ghost because that gives us the boldness and the confidence to be His witnesses in the earth and to help us stand in that faith. So, uh, man, that's awesome. And the nurse
1: has family that lives in Locust. And I was talking to her too about the outreach that we're about to do in Locust. And she said that whenever we start flying, she's going to make sure that her family lets her know (laughs) when the event is because she wants to be there because she was so happy to hear of a church. Of a church that yeah. cared for the people and that was out for the people and not for the yeah. building fund or t- yeah. for their, their seats.
0: Yeah, that's... You know, mm-hmm. we're supposed to be about the Father's business, exactly. not just ours, you know. His so kingdom, not ours. I see uh, Pastor Stacy Sanders. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. And uh, Colleen said, "Pray for Shelby. They're calling 911 at the school." I don't know what's going on there, but we can definitely pray. Let's just pray right now. Father, right we now, you know what's so going on there at the school. Lord, the school. Lord, we just should pray should according should to your word. Let your will be, be, be done. Be done. At that school, with Shelby on Earth yes, as it is in Heaven, in the name of yes, Jesus, thank yes, you, Father. Yes, Lord, Lord, yes, Lord. whatever thing that the devil has tried to bear his teeth at and show, let him uh, let all of his power be removed now. Let everything just unravel and fall right into your your ways. Let everything wrong, every stealing, killing, and destroying there. Let it unravel and let your power be seen in that situation. We receive it and we thank you for it. Amen. 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 Glory to God. We receive it. <laughs> and uh, Vicky, Elaine, hello. Good to see you. Joel Thomas said, Amen. <laughs> so. Well uh we love you I've, you know we've had many times where we've just said, "Look, we're not dropping faith right. and we've seen the things of God come through. Uh, we've seen it in the ministry, of course, over time and time and time again. I love seeing it in people's lives mm-hmm. when they get a hold of faith and they decide, I am not going to let go. you know I'm not going to let go of my faith, I'm going to stand, and I can tell you um, myself. I, I said this not too long ago, but I remember a situation where, you know, Nicole and I were—we started the church in our house. Uh, people come on, and you know, then somebody goes, "I want to believe God for this," and I'm and I'm sitting there in that moment going, "I don't know that you should believe God for that," um, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm like, "I know you do not have the faith to do this," you know, I know. Uh, you are not on the level that you need to be to believe God for this, but I don't want to tell you not to have faith. That's odd. That's not what a preacher should do. And um, I'm like, oh, I don't know, but you're. I just know you're not at the level you need to be at. You know, and uh, but the Holy Spirit would say, He'd say. You need to give them to their own faith. I will meet them where they're at. Mm -hmm. So you may, and let me just tell you, you may feel like you've got faith to move mountains, or you may feel like I don't have very much faith at all. The question is, are you going to take what you have in your hands and utilize it and give it to God? Every person has the measure of faith, and the faith of a mustard seed uh, can move mountains. All you need to do is take what you have and start applying it. And you can grow that faith. You can grow it to the point where all of a sudden you develop it and you move in higher and higher things. And what I was saying was, you know, I don't think this person has developed their faith mm. enough to see this come through. And the Holy Spirit, he grabbed a hold of, hold of me and he said, He said, You let them use their faith. I was like, Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> you know, and I watched this multiple times and I'll say, well, if you're willing to believe with it, we're standing with you and we'll see this thing through. You know, I didn't say it that confidently then I hadn't learned yet, uh, but then he, I'd watch them; They would put faith out there and sure enough, God would come through. And I was like, man, wow. You know, I was like, cause I know they didn't have their faith developed. at at the level that they needed to, and yet God would bring them through. And because we have such a merciful and a loving God, if we'll just turn towards God, we'll find that he's sitting there waiting on us the whole time. He loves us. He's got a good plan for us. It's never to take us to calamity, to give us future, and to give us hope. He's looking for a people that will say, Lord, I'm going to trust you, and they won't drop that faith. They won't run from faith. They'll stand in that faith, and through faith and patience, they'll inherit the promises. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we've seen it so many times. I watched it with you, like when we went to the Philippines. You've not spoken a whole lot, you know, all around the world. Definitely, (laughs) that was your first airplane trip. Yeah, that That, was (laughs) that was faithful in itself, and it (laughs) uh, it wasn't just a airplane trip. uh, Just a ride from here to the next state. It was across the world, around the other side of the world. And uh, literally our time zone was 12 hours. It was literally the other (laughs) side of the world. Our time zone was 12 hours difference. And uh, so you had a very long flight. Mm -hmm. Uh, You go over there and you're not, you're going there to help me. (laughs) You're going there to help, you know, catch people when I pray and and ministry of help stuff. And uh, he gets over there, and they go, like, first day, hey, you're preaching. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Not only are you preaching, you're going to be the very first one, yeah. too. And I was like, oh, man. like
0: You're opening up the whole conference. Pressure. Yeah. Boom. And uh, so the Lord showed us what to do. And, and I welcomed, you know, I was there before, so I welcomed mm-hmm. everybody and, uh, you know, got them up to faith and got them up to that level. Then introduced you. You step in. You did an awesome job but I watched you even in the middle of that. You know, you didn't know exactly what to do or say. Mm-hmm. You had to stand in faith. Mm-hmm. And one one uh, moment specifically, it was the second time you preached when you started talking about the bricks. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was, <laughs> oh, man, tell that them was, that story about the bricks because that, that was, a was lot
1: all of fun. the Holy Spirit on that yeah. one. I started, I got to a point where the microphone was messing up and. I'd never used an interpreter, so the nerves was already there, and then the microphone starts messing up, and I'm just like, "Oh man!" So then, once everything gets going, I feel like I gotta play catch up. Like I gotta, I really started going, and then I just felt him say stop. So I just paused, sitting there praying in the spirit, and then so the notes were there, but then the, the notes changed. Yes. And I started talking, and I was like, and then while I'm speaking in my head, I'm like, I have no clue. Yeah. What I'm doing here? Yeah, like, I don't understand anything that I am saying. <laughs> like, this makes no sense to me. And I was like, you know, so and you, that'll
0: put pressure on your flesh. You oh know, yeah, a lot of people have never experienced that. But, yeah,
1: and I was sitting here talking about making bricks. So I was like, you know, you you take the clay and you got a you got air bubbles in it. And you got to get all that air out and get that clay in a unified form and everything. Right. And I'm like, so
0: now, yeah, <laughs> you're talking about these bricks. And I'm like, where is he going with this? Like, what is he gonna and and you told me afterwards, you're like, when I started talking about bricks, all I know was the Holy Ghost brought it up. But I didn't
1: know the end of the story. Yeah, I've laid bricks, I ain't never made bricks. Like, yeah. And then so I'm sitting there going, I'm like, Man, I really hope I really hope I'm hearing you right. Because if not, I am a, like a moron. And then about the time I heard him just say, you know, and then when you put them in the kiln, the fire's applied, and that's when it just, like, it clicked then. I was like, and then when you allow the fire of God to move, I was like, that's when it becomes a solid, hard service that you can build a foundation on. It was just, but in that moment, though, I was sitting there, I was really questioning, I started questioning myself if I was really hearing right. Because it was not, logically, (laughs) it was not making sense to me. But I trusted that what he was telling me was going to come back around to where it needed to be from where I had originally started that. and yeah. He met me in that, because thank, thank you, yeah, Lord, yeah. because if not, I had, because at that time, that was toward the end of the week, so there was yeah. more like 700 people there, and it's yeah. like, yeah, pressure's on, like, yeah. these people don't know me, and their, 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 their first impression is going to be like, this American he's
0: lost his lost mind. his mind, he's
1: cuckoo. <laughs> like, maybe this is why some things in America just don't make sense, <laughs> like, they got people like this over there.
0: It was it was a lot of fun for me to watch. And, you know, I, I can tell stories about not dropping faith, but here's what I love. You know, Paul is not an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or teacher. He's not been ordained in any one of those offices. You went over as ministry of help. Mm-hmm. And then here he is operating in this level, and it's showing where, hey... Not just a pastor. If a pastor doesn't drop faith, it works the same way as if somebody who's not Mm -hmm. a pastor doesn't drop faith. God comes through. No matter what, God comes through because His Word is true. Mm -hmm. And if His Word is true and you're standing on His Word and standing on a promise, God will come through. So, what's great about these stories is we're not talking about somebody who's called and anointed uh, to be, I mean, you have a calling, you you have an anointing, but we're not talking about somebody who's like a worldwide yeah. evangelist that's been doing this for 40 or 50 years. Yeah. We're talking about, hey, I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. I'm a church member and it works for me. That's one of the greatest things.
1: Yeah, because I mean, like it had have been really easy at that moment. The first day when we, the conference hadn't started yet and they told us that yeah. night that they were going to have me. It would have been really <laughs> easy to say, you know what? I did not hear him right. I am not supposed to be <laughs> over here. This is wrong. Let's go ahead and pack my bags. Like, I think this trip's in and early. Like, yeah. But, like I told you, that if that's what he wants me to do, then he'll, he'll give me what to say. Yeah. And then each time that I was asked to speak, he came through with the message right on time. That one morning, he woke yeah. me up at like 4 in the morning that morning to that. give it to me. And it was just like, I'm sitting there. We'd only had a couple hours of sleep. And I'm like, man, I kind of need some sleep. But then <laughs> he just started downloading and woke me up. And it was just yeah. like, instant, it was just like, okay, i got to jot this down. And just, yeah, it just started flowing then. Because I the, got out of the way.
0: One of the things, like Ashley mentioned, that scripture, the Proverbs 3 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. One of the things that I've found is that when we trust in the Lord, when we need something, God will have it there for us. Now, many times we're not looking for it if mm-hmm. we're not in faith, but if we're in faith, right when we need something, God will have it for us. Like that story you needed that story in your message, but you didn't even know the story. That was a brand new, he brought it up right in the middle of it. You didn't even know the end of the story. (laughs) And yet, right as you needed it, he gave you the words to say. And so we've got to be a confident people, a bold people that will step out in mm-hmm. the things of God. When we know that he's told us. Now, that doesn't mean you just run out there and be like, well, God will meet me wherever I go. No, you need to be obedient. Mm-hmm. you know, Obedient and willing. They'll eat the good of the land. But even in this where you, know, you go there for ministry of helps... But what ends up happening is now you're ministering yourself. You're you're preaching. Mm-hmm. And you didn't come prepared for that. Mm-hmm. You didn't come planned for that. But you did come prepared for it because you brought the Lord with you. Mm-hmm. He's living on the inside of you and you're living in Him. And now he had the Lord that he could lean on. He said, all right, Lord, I'll lean on you. I'm not going to run from this situation. I'm going to run into this because I know you're leading me mm-hmm. to do it. And as you stepped in with faith, you didn't run from faith, but you stepped into faith, not only did it open up something new inside of you, but it, it supercharged what you're yeah. doing in life, and, and yeah. you, you literally went to another level. Oh, yeah. in your walk. So
1: Oh yeah. And it just started <laughs> and it all started because, like, like I was saying earlier, <clears throat> sometimes we just need to get quiet. Yeah. Let him. Tell us, because that's where our faith comes, yes. right? Yes. So we got to get quiet, and when we get quiet, that's when we apply our faith, and then yes. that's when He comes through with the answer. But we can't hear the answer or know the answer till we shut up ourselves yeah. and allow Him to show us the answer.
0: Yes, yeah. There's a... Um uh, Jade said, Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Amen. She makes me laugh. I I laugh so hard at impact. Like we have uh, we have uh, university mm. on Tuesday nights. Um people get their you know, their degree and anyway I was talking about something and Paul looked <laughs> back at his wife and gave her the eyebrows and I, was, I laughed. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how to move beyond that moment. Here I so instant, instant red. Instant red. She was instant like red. instantly red. She's probably red listening to this. Yeah, sitting in her office. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's look at one more scripture. This is Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11. This is a scripture that a lot of people like to quote. We talked about it on Sunday in the message. If you haven't seen the message on Sunday, you can, go, uh, you can go to Boomerang Church's Facebook page, or you can go back to the website, boomerangchurch.org, or even the YouTube channel, uh, and you can watch it. it uh, when Does Faith Run is the name of it. When Does Faith Run? Great message on this, and our need to trust Him and stand uh, and you'll see, it, yeah. it's one of those messages that everybody needs to hear. Because if we'll learn how to stand in our faith, we will overcome the world's lack. We will overcome corruption. We will overcome sickness. We will overcome death. We will overcome the things of lack in our life. And, and But we've got to learn how to stand. Mm-hmm. We've got to make faith our habit instead of running our habit. And uh, so we talked about this scripture. And so it says this, they overcame him. By the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Now, that's where most people stop. But that's not the end of that scripture. And I think they miss one of the, the strongest points in the scripture. Because it really is like a three-legged stool. And most mm-hmm. of the time what people quote is only two legs of the stool. And so it keeps them off balance. They overcame him because of the blood of the lamb. That's your empowerment. The blood of the lamb is what empowers you. It empowers every promise that God's ever given you. That's what's gonna bring the power. When he applied the blood, when he shed the blood and applied the blood in the heavenly holy of holies, Mm -hmm. it sealed every promise of God. Where God could make you this promise in him, all of his promises are yes and amen. There's not a promise that God's made that is not, that God wouldn't Mm -hmm. say, Lord, will you give me this promise? His answer automatically is yes and so be it if he's given you a promise. And so they overcame him because of the blood lamb. That was their power. And the word of their testimony. This is where we say, I want his testimony Mm -hmm. to be my testimony. So this is our agreement. This is our this is our stance in faith. I'm gonna he's empowered me to agree with heaven, to agree with the will of God, to agree with that, and I'm gonna confess what Jesus has done for me. I'm gonna speak life. I'm not gonna speak death. I'm gonna confess. I'm gonna to testify to what Jesus has done. So the sure. blood empowers me. My testimony connects me to that power. And then the last part of it is this, and they did not love their life even when faced with death. In other words, they overcame because they knew about the power, they connected to the power, And they didn't let go, Mm -hmm. even if they were faced with death. This is where most people miss it. They'll see the power, they'll confess the power, but then they'll let go. They'll run in their faith. When they decide, I'm not gonna run, I'm gonna stand, and having done all stand, then all of a sudden, you, uh, you'll you move into the place where you become an overcomer. You overcome the devil, and you, you cannot be defeated. Why? Because God is with you. He is always leading you to triumph. He's never not leading you to yeah. triumph. He's always providing the way for you to move into that triumphant place. If you're in a situation, then you can be triumphant. If you're facing something, you wouldn't be facing it if you couldn't be triumphant. And that comes from 1 Corinthians 10, 13... And 2 Corinthians 2.14. But if you will stand in that place, God will lead you to that triumph. But you've got to know that Jesus has empowered you by his blood. Confess with your mouth the testimony that Jesus has given you in that promise. And then you stand in that promise and you don't let go. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto the death.
1: That's
0: right. So you got something else?
1: So a lot of times, I think it's <clears throat> it's the fear of what people think that gets you to let let go. Because this is one of his big because, especially in the time that we're in now, everybody's yeah. concerned with what everybody thinks about them and everything. And that, so that's one of his biggest things is he's going to get in your head and say, yeah. "Well, if you do this, they're going to, they're going to talk about you, yeah, or they're not going to want to hang out with you anymore." But who's bigger, your friends yes. or God? That's right. Who's giving you everything, your friends? Right. Or God. Who's empowering you to do the things that your friends think you can't do? God. Right. So who, in that situation, who are you going to trust? Who are you going to put your faith in? Your friends who might not be there tomorrow. Or God who's always going to be standing right beside you. Yeah. Empowering you to go through the wall that they're trying to put in front of you.
0: Yeah. There, he's always trying to get you to doubt, to get you to drop that. And so, um, hey, Laura Ferreira, good to see you. Joel said, Reset was so awesome last night. Yeah. That's, that was our course last night at the Impact U was Reset Fellowship. If you hadn't heard about Reset, you'd need to hear it. Yeah, it,
1: that's...
0: <laughs> it is life changing. And um, the most important thing a Christian can ever know. And that's, so I'm not going to tell you about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have to go check it out for yourself. <laughs> I, may post, I may
0: post last night uh, just as a message because it was yeah. it was strong. It was really powerful. But Anyway, um, you know, in looking at this, one of the things what you were saying uh, goes back to Philippians chapter four and verse eight. Uh, it talks about this. He says you've got to meditate on things that are worthy of praise. Mm-hmm. Think on these things. Um, uh, what is Second Corinthians ten three through five, where it says take every thought captive and bring it into the obedience of Christ. Uh, I've found probably the number one thing. That kills and steals and destroys from Christians is that they do not take their thoughts captive. Yep. The devil or their flesh that's corrupted will plan a thought, and that thought they'll run with it and not say, "All right, does this thought line up with the Word of God?" If it doesn't, I'm not even going to think about it anymore. But what they'll do is they'll they'll think on that thought. You know, uh, so for instance. Uh, You know, in Philippians 4, it says, whatever things are good, pure, uh, of good report. It goes on to list these things. Mm -hmm. Then at the end, it kind of wraps it all up, puts it all in parentheses by saying this. It says, if these things are worthy of praise, think on these things. So if you have a thought and it is not worthy of praise, the Bible tells us we shouldn't even be thinking about it. So let's say that you go and all of a sudden you're having a pain in your chest or something like that. Listen, if it's a pain in your chest and and you're like, oh, you know, what's the devil going to do? Oh, you're having a heart attack, right? (laughs) That that does not line up with the Word of God. Now, Mm -hmm. if you've been disobedient to exercise and eat what's right and everything, you may need to make some changes, but you need to hear from the Holy Ghost. But the devil's saying, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to take you out. That is contrary. The Lord is my healer. He will show me what to do, and he will empower me to do those things I need to do, like eat right and exercise, right. stuff like that. I need to be obedient. Those that are obedient, willing and obedient, eat the good of the land. In other But if he's sitting there, you know, the devil's always like, he takes it to the worst case mm-hmm. scenario. My goodness, don't go and, and go to WebMD and try to figure <laughs> out, like, before you get done you're there, gonna you, you're going <laughs> to Die. You know, and uh, that isn't that funny. Like our mind will go to that place. We need to back up off of that and we need to say, All right, what is in this word? What has God promised me? And if what's happening to me and my thoughts are not worthy of praise, I need to drop it. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that I've found is just praying the Holy Ghost. Yep. But if you if, if you do that, then what happens is if I don't drop those thoughts dropping faith becomes very easy. But if I will drop those thoughts and think on things, only things that are worthy of praise, then all of a sudden, standing in faith becomes easy. So I've got to become very good at taking my thoughts captive. I've got to make sure that I'm doing that very well. And uh, so, does faith give up? That was the title today. Does faith give up? No. Faith doesn't give up. Faith stands. It does not run. Faith stands. And when you will stand in faith... The glory of God can show up on yep. your behalf. He is looking to show himself strong on your behalf. And he's already given you the measure of faith. You take what you have in your hand and you lay it at the feet of Jesus. Say, Lord, I'm going I'm to trust you. I'm going to believe right. in you. I'm going to walk with you. And uh, you'll see those things. Same thing like Hebrews 6. You By faith and patience, follow those. Imitate those. Who? Through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. You will inherit the promises of God when you apply faith Amen. and patience. Amen. Amen. So let we just want to pray with you today. I want to pray that your faith will be strengthened and uh, why, don't, why don't you pray uh, what the Lord leads you to pray.
1: Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord. We just thank you for everything that you've given us, Lord. Because Every good and perfect gift comes from you, Lord. We just thank you for it, Lord. We just thank you for the faith that's rising in us today, Lord. Yes. As, we go, as we went through your Word, Lord, and we hear that now, we're going to meditate on it, Lord. We're going to let that that take a part in our heart, Lord. And then that faith is just going to continue to rise, Lord. It's like a bubbling fountain. It's just going to keep going yeah. up and up and up, Lord, until nothing, that, everything that comes out of our mouth is just speaking faith into people, into us, into everything that we have going on, Lord, that we're just going to stand on yeah. your faith and just activate it throughout the world, Lord. And we're not just going to keep it for ourselves. We're going to activate our faith for for others to help build their faith up, Lord. And that's what our testimonies do. They help build faith in others and build our faith back up to where it needs to be, Lord. And we just thank you for it. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Right now, Lord, we just received.
0: Lord, let every person watching and listening to this be strengthened with all your might. Lord, let them take a supernatural faith. Let a supernatural faith be poured out. Lord, let them lead the way in that faith. Let them become an example of your good things. Let them become an example of the promises made manifest in their life. Lord, yes, let them, yes. as they stand in faith, let your promises manifest in their health. Let them be the most healthy people yep. that others come around. Let, them, let it manifest in their, in their prosperity, Lord. Let them be the most wealthy people that they come around. And they always have a smile on their faith, face. Hope in their heart. And Lord, they always are pointing people to Jesus. Let them be the most delivered, the most free. Let them be the most restored. Let them be the most protected. Things may happen around them. A thousand may fall on the right or the left. But it will not come near them. That evil will not come near them. Let plagues stay away from their homes, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Let them be a testimony, a light in a dark world. Let everyone here in this, in the name of Jesus, rise up to new levels of faith and let them see the power of God manifest in their yep. lives and be a testimony to testify of God's goodness yep. and let his goodness draw all men around them to the repentance that they need so that they can walk in the same goodness. Father, we praise you for thank it. and We you, thank Father. you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. amen! Glory to God! Glory to God! <laughs> that was a that was a Philippine <laughs> Nigerian. Amen. <Yeah>.
1: Start <laughs> off a little here, and then
0: Share this. you got people that you know, they need to hear this message. And so share it with them. That could be the one thing that completely changes their life. And thank you all so much for being here today, everybody. Joel, Laura, Ashley, Jade, uh, my wife, all of these people that have joined in. We love you. We just pray the blessings of God on you. And uh, we just thank God for you. Father, bless them in every way. Let your blessing manifest in their life. In Jesus' name. Amen. We'll Amen. be back next week at noon. Uh Barrett should be back. Uh that, huh. that I know. <laughs> you know what she's <laughs> we didn't talk about was the little wager that you had last week. But she beat me. She beat you. She yeah. beat me.
1: But she, she did good. She did. She really did good. She did. And she had sent me a message earlier this week that made me feel really good that the competition that I was bringing with her, yeah. helped her rise to another level. It and that, that makes it worth it to me. I don't oh, care man. if I lost or not. Just being able to be a part of that and help somebody else oh, yeah, take yeah. it to another level. That there was There was that no was a way
0: really actually either one of you could lose, which is why I yeah. thought it was good. But Because both of you were driving to win more people to mm-hmm. the Lord. Hey, let's let's do that. You yeah. know, And neither one of you really lost. I know. And who
1: would have thought George would have came out of nowhere and finished <laughs> with like... 49 for know, the week George, in two man, days, the last two I just, days. While we were sitting 49? here, he
0: just led more people. There was multiple <laughs> digits, you know. I was like, man, it's <laughs> <is> awesome. <laughs> We've had, what was the number? It was
1: last Tuesday. What was it? For
0: just the last week, it was
1: 270. The last week. Before that, it was 65. So I know last Tuesday at Impact, when Mike was here, I think the final count that night was 1202.
0: Yeah, but that was after we had had a week. The yeah. last two weeks, uh, hold on, let's see here. That was, all right, we're at 1,498 for the year. We've had 1,498 commitments to Christ for the year and we were at eleven thirty-six. So in the last two weeks, three
1: hundred and sixty-two, three hundred and sixty-two commitments God.
0: to God. Glory <laughs> to God. That's awesome.
1: So smart people.
0: And listen, if y'all are a part of Boomerang or partners with us or anything, that's a part of yours too. We've already yeah. had two more, and we'll have fifteen hundred. Uh, that have been born again since the beginning of 2019, but 362 in the and last year And like you two said weeks.
1: last night, that's 362 that are now going out winning souls on top yes, of that. Yes, yes. So that's just a that's a ballpark figure. Yeah, really. that's the beginning. <laughs> yeah,
0: glory to God. Where you know we have a goal in Boomerang in this ministry to influence people to win souls all over the earth in the millions. That's part of our vision. It's part of what the Lord's shown us. So we want to influence people to win souls. We're working on ways to do that more and more. But even in our own church, we want to do that in our own ministry. And I just praise God because in yeah. the last two weeks, 362 commitments to Christ. And it's because we just decided, hey, we're going to actually, it's a it's a function of faith. Yeah. Because we said, Lord, we're believing you to help us. And exactly. so we stepped out. <laughs> and, and, and look and what happened.
1: A lot of the stuff too, that like, like Tony an Impact yeah. with, and with faith is stepping out there in faith and yeah. saying, you know what? These people might make fun of me, but... You know what? I trust you.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And in that moment, so and and in that moment, three hundred and sixty-two in two weeks. Because you stepped out in faith and yes. said, You know what? I'm gonna put myself out there for you. And yeah. I know that I do that, you're gonna stand right with me. And, and it's did. gonna come through.
0: He stood with every person. And there were some people where it went easy at this moment and it went hard <laughs> another, you know, hard on the flesh. And it went, you know, Joel's story is one of my (laughs) favorite moments. I I don't think I'll ever forget that. That was one of my favorite moments. Joel, because I told him, I said, look, if you don't have, you know, if you don't have an opener or whatever, just say, hey, will you help me with my homework project? Because it was kind of a project of homework uh, for impact. And Joel said, told that to somebody, hey, will you help me with my homework? And the guy looked at him and said, you're too old to be in school. <laughs> Come
1: yeah. back. You're too old to be in school, Grandpa. <laughs> and Joel was like, uh, but he didn't let it discourage him. He didn't. Right after that, Jules yeah. got on fire and was like, you know what? Call me old. I'm gonna go get some more. Yeah. He huh.
0: went. He literally, actually, there was a guy. He told the story last night. There was a guy who went up there, and the guy goes, "Ah, oh, you don't need to talk to me about that. He said, I'm, no, he said, you need to listen. And he ended up leading the guy to the Lord. Did not take no for an answer. Yep. Man, did awesome. Joel, high five, man. That was oh, man. awesome. So, <laughs> he said, oh, man. <laughs> He's laughing. We love you, Joel. Man, that was so good. It was so good. And so, anyway, we love y'all. Have a great day. We will see you next week. And uh, we just praise God for you. Hey. Faith does not run. Faith stands. And when you stand, God will lead you to that victory every single time. All of his promises are yes and amen. 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 We love you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.